What's going on, peeps? This is your host, Sean, <clears throat> the Syrian kid who's there as you love and enjoy every single night. Um, I started reading, I'm going to finish it tomorrow, probably, uh, The Book of Five Rings. Um, uh, it's a, for those of you who don't know, it's a book written by a samurai that, back in Japan, that lived, I think, end of the 16th century beginning of the 17th century or something like that um his name is miyamoto musashi um musashi being his first name i think um and he talks about the way of the martial arts the way of walking alone um and it's a really good book i think you should all read it um, especially those of you who practice martial arts or practice any specific I think more broadly than just martial arts, anything that requires skill, if you practice it and you want to perfect that skill, read that book. Uh, but then even if you don't do any, if your job is like you're a businessman where it's not like a specific skill that you need to have, but still you need to, it's a game that you play that you can get better at um, and a way of life. Um, even if you're just, you know, a father, mother, whatever you are, you could still probably benefit from the book even though it's written for people who practice martial arts. Um, and the martial art they used to practice is the sword. Um, he uh, used to, for I don't want to go into the details too much, but I just think it's fascinating. He used to uh, fight with two swords, a long one and a short one. And he really advocated this over just fighting with one sword. He feels like you have two hands and you might as well hold two weapons um, and he found that the long sword and, lo and a short sword uh, worked well together. One of them had a little bit more range. The other one can work in short distance. Um, and that the swords were far superior than other battle weapons. Um, they were more um, real life friendly, I think. Uh, whereas so other things like a spear or a bow and arrow are more like for battle, but not for everyday um, scenarios, um, and he fought like 60-some duels, um, I don't know if all of them were to death, because his first one was at 13, so I ho really hope that first one wasn't to death, but he fought about 60 duels, um, and a lot of them were to death, and he won every single one, um, and he wrote the book as he was dying from presumably thoracic cancer, I think, um, and the book, it doesn't have it has, so it starts off with a list of, oh, I forget how many things, more than like 10 principles or rules for, um, the, he calls it the way of walking alone. Um, he really thinks that for you to become really great, uh, become a warrior, you need to be alone. Um, you need to think alone, do, be, uh, live alone, um, and live a minimalistic lifestyle uh, where... And, and be able to not control your mind, but learn your mind um, and not let it control you. Um, and I really mesh with a lot of those things. Not that I want to be a warrior, not that I want to live alone or live an overly simplistic lifestyle. But um, I, I think when you read a book like that <clears throat> and you really try and he says that he says this in the book itself. He said, try to read this book as if you wrote it yourself. And try to read these words 
as if they came from you and really not internalize them but live them um in other words don't read it and try to memorize it and then go practice it he said as you're reading feel the words in you be 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 what you're reading um which i think sounds cuckoo right but hear me out i think when you read something like this a book like this if you really open your mind and try to believe that this man knows what he's talking about 100% so then you believe every single word he says when you read what he's saying you can actually put yourself in his shoes and try to understand why is he saying the things he's saying they're not instructions they're like the tail end of a rope to something that he can't tell you about and that's what he's trying to get you to he's trying to get you to understand and feel what he feels which is something words cannot describe but he's giving you all these words to give you as many like uh as many chances as possible for you to be able to work your way back to the essence of how he lived which it's almost like imagine if if we all live on different vibrations right let's imagine i live on a vibration somewhere like i'm like at 40 hertz um the random people in the street are like you know walking around 35 36 120 hertz whatever we're all different frequencies and he's at like a said frequency a specific frequency you cannot and let's say this is true he cannot just tell you in words he can maybe tell you what number the frequency is, but let's say we don't know the numbers, right? Let's say the frequency is something that um, you live and portray in your actions and words, but you can't actually describe because you don't actually know that you are vibrating at that frequency, right? He can't tell you how to be on his frequency. What he can tell you is he can speak the things that he feels and knows are true for him and try to be as honest as possible and as true to himself as possible. And then you, f- you need to be able to read and construct a, a shell of what he's saying. And then based on the shape of the shell, maybe you can get a glimpse on, of what frequency he's on. And hopefully by when you read and you really try to feel the words as if they're yourself, you can change your own frequency to be on that of his. That's... That's assuming his frequency is something you want to be on and that he's not trying to trick you by by bluffing, which these are both things you have to, you have to either, you know, it's a leap of faith. You have to either decide, do I want to believe this man or do I not? And even if I do believe what he's saying, do I want to do what he's doing or be on his frequency? Um, but if you decide that you want to be on that frequency and you hear everything he says, you can reverse your engineer your way back into the frequency that he's on and then hopefully be on the same frequency, which you can't do for a long period of time unless you repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly practice and live the way of walking alone, the way, the way of the martial arts, what he's saying. Um, 
So you can use the instructions. You need to actually use the instructions, he tells you. You need to follow them. But don't follow them, I think, passively. Follow them with that understanding in mind that they are just instructions at the end of the day. And the real deal is being on that frequency. Um, you, We all experience, to some point, if you do a sport, you've done, you've experienced it. If you study a lot, you've done it. If you work, being in a flow state where you're not thinking, but somehow everything is working itself out magically in front of you. Um, that's a flow state. Or even if you are thinking, think things are just falling into place. You don't have to try. All you have to do is not get in your own way. Um, I've experienced that like, like kind of like on a primitive level rev level when I worked as a busser and I cleaned tables at a bit as a restaurant it used to get really busy on Friday and Saturday night and I would never be able to understand my first time working on a Friday Saturday night I remember being so overwhelmed I didn't understand how anyone did it but the more I watched and the more I you know got out of training and started doing my own my own thing um I I started getting into this flow state Whenever it's really, really busy, you just stop thinking and start doing. And things just fall into place. And somehow everything just worked itself out. At the end of the day, the restaurant was clean. We closed on time. Like, like things just worked out. Um, and you have to trust in that they will work out. And you can see how that, you you can, that's, that's understandable, right? That's, you can grasp onto this idea that if you believe that, you know, at the end of the shift of the restaurant, things are going to work out and they'll work out. Like, you're like, okay, all right, I, I see you. But for a guy to tell you that he went into 60 duels and some of them were a fight to death and he beat every single one of those people and that he believed he was going to be okay every single time, you were like, ah, oh, really? I don't know if I buy that. But what if that's true? What if that is true? What if there is something you can learn that, I don't say makes you invincible, but just puts you on a different frequency in life. Like, if there's something you really want to get good at, some, you have to somehow believe in a, I don't say a supernatural power, but you have to somehow believe in something beyond you that you can aspire to be on the same level at. Um, and it's not enough to, like, kind of drill techniques if you, like, I'm using this example because I'm learning jiu-jitsu right now. And it's not enough to just, like, drill techniques and think consciously about things and, and do all of that, I think there is another layer to it, which I want to vibrate on a frequency that no one else is vibrating on, so that I'm untouchable when I do jiu-jitsu, like, that's where I want to be, I want to be untouchable, I want to see things before they happen from a mile away, which I know, like, as you become a black belt, you start seeing that, but I think... And that's what I kind of referring to, maybe. Maybe maybe everyone who's a black belt in jiu-jitsu like, knows what I'm talking about. Maybe I'm just the silly white belt who's just figuring that out. Um, but it's a really interesting book, and I really do think you all should read it. Um, I doubt many of you will react to it the same way I'm reacting to it, but I tend to be dramatic about the books that I read. Um, cool. All right. I'm, I'm going to let you go. I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, keep grinding. Peace.